Hello and welcome to We Need Another Meeting. I'm Kyle Jacobson and sitting next to me is my good friend and fellow product manager, Josh Tolman. Hola everybody, we have a very special episode today focused on the initiative here in Utah. That's right, if you live or work in Utah, then this episode is for you. If not, just move along because today we are talking about utahproductreport.org. Yes, and to help us talk about this, we also have Becky Higgins, who's Director of Product at NAV. Say hi, Becky. Hello. So tell us a little about what NAV does and maybe where else you've worked. Sure. So I currently work at NAV, and it's a financial technology company. Our mission is to reduce the death rate of small businesses. It's a place I've been at for a few short months, only four. Prior to that, I worked at Kowali, which did higher education software, and I worked there for a couple years as a business line manager. Nice. Do you have a graph that shows the death rate of small businesses on a day-by-day basis? <laughs> no. You know how many actually, that's died a really today? interesting question that we're trying to figure out how to quantify. But it's really difficult to know when a business actually dies. Like, what are the characteristics of what that death looks like? And how can we predict that? Because if we can predict, then we can help people avoid yeah. that altogether. Um, let me give you a little bit of background kind of why, why we're talking about this. So product... Um, and all the roles inside a product, whether the PM, UX, or other related um, product practitioner type roles, that's really exploded importance in the last three to five years. And in a lot of ways, it's a very new profession. When I mean, you think about uh, just a few years ago, this was really about project management and design and making it look nice. And now it's much more about understanding what the most valuable problem is to solve and what is the right solution, not just well, how pretty is it, but how do you solve that problem? So this being a new profession, it makes it kind of hard to understand the overall health, career paths, whether it's an individual wanting to know where they are, but also the, just overall the, the whole profession as a whole. Those are really important details, and that's why, as I understand it, we've created the Utah Product Report. So tell us, Becky, what is the Utah Product Report? Well, I think you did a really nice job of covering it in general, but it's a survey of local product practitioners as you mentioned so that's product managers user experience people and leadership and associated roles the purpose really is about collecting data that we can then share back with the community so it's just a methodology for gathering and reporting back on what's happening locally in our companies and with our careers so becky why did you create this report so I would start by saying that Kyle said we should, and that's not strange because Kyle and I are married and both being practitioners, we talk about stuff like this all of the yeah. time. Um, secondarily, I would say that I have always been impressed with how connected Kyle is in our community, and he has connections to people and places and what's happening in a way that I haven't experienced. So what I thought would be nice is that capability of sharing what I would say is secret or insider knowledge about what's happening in our community and having that be accessible to other people. So we don't all have to know Kyle or someone like Kyle. We can learn from a report like this or this survey so we can be informed uh, in maybe of a less connected way. I don't know, for us introverts. Yeah, and I would add to that that we the two of us are very different in that and how we network and how we work with others and how we like hang out with others um yeah I, i'm very outgoing she's not and so naturally i have a lot of people approach me whereas she's not as um are we gonna say i wasn't approachable <laughs> <laughs> you are bossy 
and she's good at her job. So the two of you combined <laughs> make a great product this. manager. But, but it really was to unlock the information that we have, and especially for those who are really involved in the community and give that information back. Now, I don't know all of the stuff. I certainly don't know all the people, but I do uh, and have spent a long time working in this community, and uh, this is a good way to kind of unlock some of that information. Now, we'll echo what, what Becky said. You care a lot about the, the industry as a whole, and I think that's really admirable. What do you plan to do with this information after you've collected all this data in this report? Yeah, so we're going to make it available to everybody. The whole intent of this is not to make money. It's actually to, to give information back to the community so that they can improve their, their career or their potential career or their teams or the way that they work. Uh, we can work together on things of diversity. And so um, the whole intent of this is to really truly give back to the community and um, take that information and um, let people, hopefully, I, I really hope that this sparks, the information we sh are able to collect and share will uh, spark some sort of, um, some initiatives for people to, to help out on and get involved in the community in other ways. So yeah. maybe somebody, uh, maybe like Becky, who's not been really heavily involved in the community, would be, feel more comfortable getting involved um, yeah. because of this information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to see how... Um how it plays out across gender, across ethnicity, and just kind of how, how that splits up, uh, the, the pay gap, um, how that breaks down. That'll be really interesting to see how that compares to national averages, stuff like that. Yeah, so that's the one, that's actually the first bit of information that I want to look at is what, what does our, um, what does our community look like in terms of, I don't know, fairness, gender. fairness, really. Oh. So, like we do know on the early results of the survey, uh, it's been out for 24 hours. We do know that roughly 75% of the community is uh, male. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that um, I think it was roughly 90% is white. Um, and what I really want to dig into is what are the differences in pay for those individuals? What's the differences in terms of, you know, uh, levels of, of, say their their titles what is it really yeah. like ultimately what does it mean? Yeah, yeah i want to know how many how many female product leaders there are out there uh that are listed in this report and so that's what we're hoping to dig into in the next couple of uh, weeks and we're gonna provide quite a bit of reports actually on well, our, our plan is to provide a bunch of different reports we don't know all of the reports we can provide but it's not going to just be one it's going to be several yeah, one thing that I'm really interested in is what the path towards leadership is. So having been a practitioner for a while now, I'm curious to see how other people made it to leadership roles, what their background is, uh, what their education is, like how many positions have they held. And I think we're going to learn a little bit more about how other people in our community have made that shift from a product manager to maybe a director or a VP. Um, I think we're also interested in just learning about the differences in companies, uh, how confident people are in what their mission is and their CEO is doing and how yeah. they have like an impact in the strategy of their company and maybe what type of practices exist at different companies. Yeah. Yeah, there were great questions there about the confidence of your CEO, the confidence of the executive leadership, the confidence in the vision that, yeah, I'm really curious to hear how that plays out. 
does lower confidence mean you're getting paid more and that's why you're still there or vice versa? <laughs> you know, I'm curious. Like I, I could totally see that being true. I don't have a lot of confidence. I'm paid a lot, so I'm staying. You know, I, I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. So there's the, you brought up, um, so you're staying, right? The concept of staying at your current job. Um, we see this all the time when we look at other people's resumes is what is the average length of time that we should expect on somebody's resume? Is it 18 yeah. months? Is it 36 months? You know, how, how long should that be? What is normal for, and it could be different for a user experience designer uh, than for a product manager. Yeah. And, and those are the type of things that we're hoping to answer and help people understand what, what is normal and what is not. And you know, look, if you if you have job, if, if the average is, say, 18 months and you switch jobs every every eight months, well, that that might that might be bad. Yeah. But and, and seeing how that is different for the different national averages. That yes. really, really interesting. How is Utah unique yep. in that regard? Um, I do want to plug something you mentioned earlier. We are sharing what you're sharing this information um, and as such, it needs as, ma as many people as we can to contribute to it. So please, anybody listening to this, go do the survey, utahproductreport.org, and then turn around and please share it with anyone at various diverse experience levels, um, all right. that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So please share it. And don't forget to sign up to receive a copy of the report. And this is really important. We're not doing, we're not collecting your emails your email address or your information so that we can spam you. That is absolutely not the situation. What we pl hope to do is to do deeper level surveys with you at a later at a later date. So if you identify as a product manager, we want to reach back out to you, say in three months, do another survey where we talk about practices and where we talk about you know the time that you spend doing research versus setting up customer calls versus you know doing you know organizational kind of duties each and every day. Yeah. So, but but back to the reports, um, Becky. Do you want to talk about a couple of the reports that we we do want to produce? We don't yeah. know we we're going to produce. One thing that Kyle and I have talked a lot about is boot camps. That's kind of a new thing for us, and neither of us had attended a boot camp, so we've been really curious yeah. about what that experience is like. How has that um, launched somebody in their career, or has it not? Um, learning about how quickly you can get a job after having. Uh, left that boot camp, um, just kind of some expectations that other yeah. people can get from that experience. And we see that, that that's a growing piece in our valley. So we want to know more about that as people who haven't attended ourselves. We're also interested in just kind of benchmarking in these positions. Um, how does your personal experience compare to other people who were in our community? like your salary or your title or how many positions you've had before you've gotten to that point in your career. Um, I think what's interesting is how everyone comes to product from a completely different path. It feels like everybody's yeah. story is so unique. So can we kind of look for trends or say that um, if you come from this background, maybe you should consider having a product career, especially if it's going to do X, Y, and Z that you've learned about from our report. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I know I've had, I've got a boss right now who started as a pharmacist uh, we, we had a boss that started as an architect. Um, we've had boss that was in gaming. We've had, like, you know, just uh, people who, who are in product have come from all over the place in terms of where, where their career started. I started in consulting. Like, everybody starts in very different places. One of our early respondents was a 911 dispatch. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I want to be sure not to scare anyone off with there's a lot of different topics that are covered, but it didn't take more than I, I, five minutes at most 10 it wasn't 10 it was closer much closer to five minutes to do the survey so 
Anyone's listening, yeah. and it really doesn't take very long to complete it. Yeah, it shouldn't take long. Uh, the Most of the questions are conditional, meaning that if you answer one particular way, you're going to skip a whole section. And yeah. the intent here was to like streamline the entire process as much as we could. But we had to make this survey kind of like meaty. We had to get a lot of information as much as we could uh, this first go around because we wanted to produce a bunch of different reports. Um, we probably won't run another survey like this for another 12 months, but I would like to do it again this time next year and see what the responses look like. Yeah. Uh, and um, in between, as I mentioned already, uh, I would love to get some new surveys out there uh, in the interim. So if somebody wants to do a survey on anything in this community, reach out to, well, Becky, myself, even Josh, we, we can all help you kind of get started there and we can use our platform if you would like. Our platform, as you probably will see or have seen, is not that complicated, uh, but we'd love to we'd love to work with you on that. Yeah. So what's next? What's the vision for the Utah product roadmap? So this is the part that I'm the most passionate about, and it's the one where I don't really speak to uh, on at UtahProductReport.org uh, or any of the media that I've shared out. But it's 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 about. Um, helping our community raise awareness at you know at with educators so if you think about if you think about these boot camps that becky mentioned one of the reasons why i've been so interested in these is because i feel like it is almost like a band-aid for a broken arm they kind of popped up out of nowhere you pay quite a bit of money for it you go to it and as so far like the results show that hey it's not a bad idea actually um yet um, we go to we 100% of our respondents so far have gone to a university, yet very few of them report like really close like or I should say really healthy dialogue around the career itself. So they're not spending any time at at, at the college or university level uh, talking about user experience design or product management. But when they go to these boot camps, they are. Um, and I think that that is a, a sign that our state educators need some guidance on what and where to focus. Yeah. It's a great career. We all, we all, I think, would agree. It's a great career. Uh, we have a great job. We work with amazing people. Uh, and it's a challenging one, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And so when you think about um, how we can make our community better, it's, it's starting at you know, starting at high school and raising awareness about this about this career, going to the local universities like Jacob Chanina is doing down at BYU. Yeah, uh, he saw a need in the market, and that was a little bit more education. And so he went to BYU and and petitioned them to start a a a, a class on that. And I thought that's yeah. fa- that's fabulous. I know others in the community. I know that Brandon Gartner is working on stuff. I know up at the U, right? That's right. Jacob Burtis yeah. is also doing some stuff, I believe, at BYU-Idaho. So um, I'm hoping that the content of this report gets a lot of us in the community going to our state educators and saying to them, let's do something about this, about this career. We've literally had computer science longer than we've had computers. And yet, like computer science programs. That's and, actually true. And yet, like we we don't have any really solid product management programs. We don't have really solid user experience design um, programs. And that is what I'm hoping that we, that's where I really, really hope that we get to. I had this really interesting conversation with Nicolina Brown at NAV today, talking about getting women into technology and 
helping share that there's just as much satisfaction out of the mission that many of our technology companies have as exists in something that's more traditionally female like education or yeah. healthcare. And it's just, it's not something that's um, socialized, you know, yeah. like people have such an investment in the mission where I am and where I've been at previous places and you, you are making an impact on people's lives. And so I think we want to find a way to kind of make that more public as well. No, that's awesome. All right, Becky, thank you so much for joining us. You bet. Appreciate it. How can people get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, You can find me on Product Hive. I think I'm Becky at Becky Higgins. And you can find me on LinkedIn where I believe I am Rebecca Higgins. So a little tricky there. Two names. Same person. Same identity. That'll do it for this podcast. As always, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe to We Need Another Meeting on your favorite podcast app. Be sure to check out our website, weneedanothermeeting.com. Thanks, everybody.